This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Chicago's all-news station. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's 12.03. You made it to Friday. It's January 14th, 2022. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on the Noon Business Hour. I'm Rob Hart. It can be a valuable to ex- uh, a valuable experience to approaching investing as a family. We'll talk about that in our next segment. But right now, the report on retail sales for December is out. It shows a drop-off by consumers. Let's break it down with the help of Gus, Fo- Gus Fauché, Chief Economist, PNC Financial Services, based in Pittsburgh. Gus, when we talked uh, in the 10 o'clock hour, we talked about how uh, this could be a case of people uh, doing all of their Christmas shopping earlier in the season because they were concerned about supply chain issues. And uh, Omicron may not have shown up yet in the uh, in, in the data for uh, for retail sales for December. Um, what does this mean, though, as far as like possibly easing supply chain pressures? If consumers are backing off, it does give producers time to uh, re- restock the shelves and uh, build up their inventories. That, that's right. And obviously, one of the factors, high prices discourage consumer demand. Uh, only the people who pay place the highest value on a good will want to buy it at the higher price. So that gives an incentive for businesses to fix their supply chains. It gives them a little more breathing room. Um, So there is some potential that businesses could rebuild uh, their inventories, and we expect inventories to be a big support for overall economic growth in 2022. The uh, plural of anecdote is not data, they say. So let me give you an anecdote, Gus, and that is we had the, the head of a restaurant group in Chicago on our air yesterday, and he was talking about how a number of restaurants in the city are either deciding to close for a couple of weeks in January or drastically reduce their hours uh, simply because the weather's bad, uh, Omicron is causing problems uh, with their own staff shortages. Is that happening as far as like the service industry is is concerned nationwide, where there's a lot of either a reduction of hours or uh, restaurants shutting down for a couple of, a couple of weeks just because it's a low demand time uh, for a variety of reasons? Yeah, and and I think that's been something that has been taking place over the past few months with some of the acute shortages of labor that we're seeing, particularly in in the restaurant industry. Uh, You know, restaurants are cutting back on days of the week when fewer customers come in. They're cutting back on their hours because they can't find the workers. Um, And I think that that may be a feature that will last throughout 2022, uh, given the slow recovery that we're seeing in in the workforce and people coming back to work after the pandemic. 
And you do have a lot of uh, major corporations that have uh, moved back their back-to-office dates once again. Um, and, and that has a ripple effect uh, throughout the downtown area of not only Chicago, but just all major cities across the country, because you don't have that lunchtime crowd, you don't have that happy hour crowd uh, coming into your restaurant or bar to uh, grab a bite to eat or unwind after work. And it could be a couple of months, as you said, uh, before uh, offices start inviting their workers back. Yeah, or it could be even longer. We see a lot of businesses moving to more permanent flexible work arrangements. On the other hand, we are seeing in some parts of the country more traffic in downtowns on the weekends. So people aren't coming in during the week because of uh, work restrictions and so forth, but they are coming downtown because they want to be out, they want to socialize. So it's going to take some time for businesses, for consumers, uh, for business models to adjust in the change uh, that we see coming out of this pandemic. Thanks for joining us. Gus Fauché, Chief Economist, PNC Financial Services, based in Pittsburgh. Coming up, getting an early start on investing by making it a family affair. Money conversation that pays a big dividend. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. A great way to teach kids about investing is to start early and make it a family activity. Let's learn more from Matt Matigan, CEO of Blue World Asset Managers based in Chicago. You'll find Matt's blog at blueworldam.com. Matt, thanks for joining us today. Uh, It's safe to say that uh, it has been a less than stellar start to 2022 for the major uh, financial indices. And yet, if you want to start investing and kick the tires on it, this might be a good time to jump in. Uh, yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. When uh, when you say a poor start, I say a wonderful opportunity, uh, especially if you're thinking about jumping in for the first time. And I, I can't emphasize enough how important it is to start as early as possible. I, b- before the show here, I was just playing around with some numbers and if over the course of your life you manage to allocate an average, this is an average, $200 a month, uh, in the early going, that's probably pretty steep. And then later in life, that's probably pretty easy. Uh, so averaging that across 30 years, $200 a month allocated to investments of, of any and all types comes out to $72,000 contributed. And if that just goes into the mattress or a piggy bank, uh, that's going to be worth a lot less than $72,000, especially with uh, the the rate of inflation we have now is just chewing away at every dollar we save. On the other hand, if we could get, again, an average over that 30-year period of just a, a 6% compounding return, that $72,000 grows to over $200,000. Now, if we delay, this was kind of eye-popping for me, if we delay investing for just 10 years and we do the exact same exercise over 20 years instead of 30 years, what we end up putting away is $48,000, and that grows to about $91,000, so that that 10-year delay at a very modest allocation and a very modest compounding return cost us over $100,000. So, again, I can't emphasize enough the importance of if you can start an investment account for your kids before they know it, 
Uh, by the time they get to be 10, 12 years old, make sure they start hearing the words. And by the time they're in high school, have them start participating and, and learn this early so that they can apply it throughout their lives and build tremendous wealth. Very quickly, how can you turn this into a family activity and bring your children into the world of investing so that if they are in the car listening to the noon business hour with their parents, it doesn't sound like we're speaking another language? Uh, That's a great question. And uh, the answer is give us a call. Uh, What (laughs) we've done Well, what we've done is in our family, we have set up a family investment club, uh, a formal family investment club where we get together once a month. There's a minimum amount the kids are are required to contribute every month, and we get together, and it's stocks, bonds, options, futures, cryptos, real estate, private equity, you name it. Nothing is off limits. And it has been an incredible learning opportunity and uh, incredibly successful. Well, thanks for joining us today. Matt Matigan, CEO of Blue World Asset Managers based in Chicago. And you'll find his blog at blueworldam.com. Coming up next, measuring the merits of monthly and quarterly dividend stocks. The best daily deal in Chicago, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. High-yield dividend stocks can be an effective way to fuel your cash machine. Let's learn more from Bill Uliveri, the owner of Senecal Capital Management based in Glenview, the website SenecalCapital.com. Bill, thanks for joining us today. That would seem like an investing no-brainer. Find the high-yield dividend stocks and uh, make them a part of your portfolio. But uh, it's, it's something that's probably easier said than done. Absolutely. Typically, Rob, uh, you have to be careful that if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. But I also, if I could just take a second to talk about a potential theme that we may be seeing here, and that is something called the lost decade. And then I'll tie that into the high yield stocks. So from January 15th, 1999 to January 15th, 2009, the QQQ NASDAQ technology index was down 41%. The S&P 500 was down 32, but the mid cap value ETF was up 43% in the same time period. So we saw value in dividend-paying stocks up 43%, with the NASDAQ down 43%. Huge divergence. And now we have, uh, in the current time frame, since, say, January 15, 2009 until now, 2022, we have the QQQs up 11, almost 1,200%, with value only up maybe 100, maybe 350% in the same time period. So technology provided four times the gains from the 2009 lows until today. So why is that important? Because if we are in another lost decade, then technology like we're seeing lately is not going to perform the portfolios and we need dividend paying stocks because that's what's going to give, you know, uh, alpha that's going to give the potential to the, to the uh, portfolio. So we've been looking at dividend paying stocks, stocks that are out of favor, companies that pay dividends on a ladder cycle, like the, you know, uh, March, June, SEP, D cycle, as well as monthly dividend paying stocks, companies like essential property realties, you know, that is a, it's a really interesting real estate stock that's paying a yield of, um, you know, almost 4% ready capital, a yield of 11%. That's another real estate investment trust, medical properties, trust 4.75%, Phillips 66, right? Get your kicks at number 66. Phillips 66 is an oil company paying an 8% dividend. Like these are some really, really interesting 
places to consider adding to a portfolio in order to diversify it. Uh, Prospect Capital, if I didn't mention that one already, that was 8.1%, and that pays a monthly dividend. And I've got about 25 companies that pay a dividend stream every single month. Super exciting place to diversify a portfolio in what could be the lost decade of from 2020 to 2030. Who knows? That's some great suggestions. Bill Ulaveri, owner of Cynical Capital Management based in Glenview. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. The website, cynicalcapital.com. Still ahead in Entrepreneur Friday, a second-generation clothier whose store is saluted for superior fashion and outstanding service. We'll talk to them coming up. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon, I'm Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. Families can no longer count on money from the federal government's child tax credit program. One of the factors contributing to supply chain problems is a lack of truck drivers. Entrepreneur Friday, we meet the second-generation owner of a celebrated Chicago menswear store that had to pivot in the pandemic. And it appears that $4-a-gallon gasoline will be arriving sooner than expected. WBBM Business, the markets are lower. The Dow is down 423 three points. The NASDAQ down 101, the S&P 500 down 38. AccuWeather says mostly cloudy, breezy, colder with a snow shower around. Temperatures in the low to mid 30s, but the wind chills will be a lot cooler, 20s and below. It's 12:31 as our top story at the half hour. The Federal Child Tax Credit program has expired, impacting tens of millions of American families. For the first time in 6 months, families won't receive the monthly child tax credit. It was included in President Biden's now stalled social spending bill held up in Congress. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin was able to block the legislation with concerns about increasing federal spending, but some of his constituents want the extra financial relief. Retiree Andy Roberts, raising his two young grandchildren, says that extra $550 a month was a godsend, paying for shoes, Girl Scouts,
workouts and ballet. More than 36 million American families received the payments in December. Families will still be able to claim a reduced child tax credit when they file their taxes later this year. I'm Jackie Quinn. A lack of truck drivers is contributing to disruptions in the supply chain. CBS News correspondent Errol Barnett has spoken with U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. We can thank truck drivers for moving 72% of goods throughout the country, but the industry itself is approaching a breaking point. Driver supply is rapidly dwindling, and the turnover rate for truck drivers is extremely high. And that's why Secretary Buttigieg tells CBS News he is now making recruiting drivers and incentivizing them to stay on the job, a top priority. The American Trucking Association estimates as many as 80,000 drivers are currently needed. It's 1232 as the noon business hour continues. Markets are in the red this afternoon. We're joined by Michael Palumbo, founder of MJP Capital and author of the book Calculated Risk, based in Chicago. Mike, thanks for joining us today. The analysis all week long went as follows. Uh, The markets were uh, digesting the comments from Jay Powell when he talked to the Senate earlier this week. Uh, they were starting to uh, get comfortable with the idea of more uh, and more uh, more, and also steeper interest rate increases to stem the tide of inflation. The CPI number was right on the money, and everybody likes that certainty. And the, the, the big question was, earnings season was starting. Let's see how those banks were doing. And it sounds like the banks disappointed. Yeah, good afternoon, Robin. Thanks for having me on. That, that's pretty much the story. J.P. Morgan came out uh, disappointing. Wells Fargo was a little better, and it, that stock's doing fine. But J.P. Morgan came out uh, beating on the bottom line 333 versus 301, but that was mainly because they uh, did some accounting uh, uh, um, entries, which basically allowed them to take a, a cash reserve uh, credit. So re- in reality, the earnings were only 286 versus 301. So they missed on the bottom line. And the biggest issue was that Jamie Dimon talked about they're going to have to increase compensation based on the inflationary environment we're in. And that will hurt the bottom line. And the other, other big issue with J.P. Morgan um, was that they didn't have a very good quarter with trading revenue. So you put those two combined, one affecting revenue, one affecting expenses, and it's squeezing the bottom line, and investors don't like it. It stacks down about 6% already today. It seems overblown to me in that um, I don't think this is going to affect earnings as much as what the market seems to think. But, you know, right now in this environment, you get any bad news and, and the stock gets hit. The decline in profit seems to be the big story at all the big banks. And uh, uh, J.P. Morgan, Jamie Dimon talked about how uh, they're, you know, the struggling to keep up with inflation is, is one of the big drivers. But is there is this talent war, the great resignation, is that really uh, hitting all the big banks as they do the best they can to, to retain or attract uh, top flight candidates for jobs? Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. So that you know, and he said it in his in the conference call, he is willing to pay up to keep their best talent, and it, it is a war with big tech, with uh, a lot of other high-profile, high-paying jobs. So the banks are being affected by this, and if they want to keep up the quality uh, uh, employees, then they're going to have to pay higher compensation. You're seeing that in every sector, but right now, because banks are in the spotlight with earnings, you're seeing it in the banks. With the uh, with the with with stocks just taking a beating the first couple of weeks of uh, of of 2022, you know, in your estimation, where are some good places to uh, uh, stash your money or move your money just to uh, avoid the, uh, the all the turbulence happening right now? 
Well, the easy answer is cash, Rob, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that's boring, right? So I, I do advocate people having about 20% cash right here, even if you're a fairly aggressive investor. You always want to have some bullets. But, you know, a, a sector I do like is cannabis. It's been really hammered over the last 10 months as there, we haven't got the legislation um, that we thought we would from the Democratic-controlled Senate, so Schumer hasn't really come through. But I do think that with, with uh, the ETF MSOS, which that's Mary Sam, Oscar Sam, uh, that, that really is the sector ETF for U.S. cannabis uh, companies at a uh, pretty much almost an all-time low in the around 24 here. It's a pretty good buy. Now you're talking about you got to have a six-month to a year time horizon because you're not going to get legislation coming through anytime soon. But these stocks are pretty cheap, so that's one area I would look at. There's a few others out there, but you know the the story for this year is going to be inflation and then Omicron, how that all plays out. That's going to be the first half of the year, and we'll see how it goes. It's very interesting, very quickly, to talk about the state of the uh, marijuana industry, and that is uh, in states where it has been legalized, it became a big business seemingly overnight, uh, as is the case in Illinois. But you still have, on a federal level, it sounds like they still have to get over that cultural hump and just years of, are we really going to legalize marijuana? Like, there's a level of comfort that needs to be achieved on a federal level for this to become a nationwide thing. Well, yeah, and a lot of the Democrats, and I don't want to just point the fingers at them because the Republicans aren't, aren't doing anything either, but the Democrats actually ran on uh, cannabis reform. And the biggest thing they could do is to get rid of this taxation uh, called 280E. 280E uh, does not allow uh, cannabis companies to deduct a lot of their expenses, and it ends up making profit margins basically almost go to zero. So there's not a lot of profit being made, tons of revenue, not a lot of profit being made because it's all being paid out in taxes. And that could easily be changed by getting cannabis off of Schedule 1. So Schedule 1 is where you have heroin and the worst drugs in, in the world. And, but cannabis is in this Schedule 1. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. It needs to be taken down. And when that happens, that would free up a lot of revenue to get to the bottom line. Right now, uh, companies are getting strangled. And it's really just ridiculous that nothing has happened. And both parties are pointing fingers at each other. And meanwhile, nothing gets happening. And these companies are struggling because they, they have to pay too much tax. Michael Palumbo, founder of MJP Capital and author of the book Calculated Risk, based in Chicago. Loaning useful information each weekday. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Entrepreneur Friday, and this afternoon the spotlight is on a longtime menswear store located in Chicago's Loop. We welcome in Scott Shapiro, owner of Sid Jerome Menswear, 20 North Clark Street, based in Chicago. Scott, thanks for joining us today. And like every business that's been hit by the pandemic, I would imagine the menswear store, the one that makes suits and ties so you look natty in the office environment has had to pivot as well. Oh, yeah. I've pivoted so many times. I'm looking at knee replacement. <laughs> now, at the same time, I mean, generationally, I'm sure other members of your family have heard over time uh, the death of the business suit uh, has been has been the obituary for the business suit has been written many times uh, over the decades. But at the same time, it's still here. You still need at least one suit, one nice shirt and one nice tie. No, I agree. You know, the, the suit business is thriving because, as you say, you always need a suit, whether it's for a wedding, a funeral, a graduation or that special event. So we've still been selling suits down here. But what are some of the ways uh, that the company and and you yourself have uh, had to adapt to changing times and changing tastes? 
Well, you know, it was a challenge determining what our customer wanted and then what we had to do to get it to them because they were no longer coming downtown or had left the state. So in some cases, we ran out of categories and the challenge was going to the marketplace and finding those resources that could satisfy the demand. And then what about, uh, especially in this socially distant environment, um, getting tailored clothes, having someone come up to you and, you know, measure your pants and your chest? And uh, you you can't really do that remotely. Well, that's exactly right. You know, we've kept all our tailors on staff. So we have a full complement of tailors. And that's been our saving grace, because when people need things, they need it right away. And we have the ability to get it done and tailor right away. So whether it's an emergency or whether it's a few days out, you know, people need to come to me to get that done. And in in the old days, in the pre-pandemic times, you know, how much of your business was just in time? Uh, You know, someone, maybe a business traveler coming coming in and I I need something that looks nice right away. Uh, Was that a big component of your business? Oh, without a doubt. You know, we had so many people who either forgot something got their flights canceled, uh, luggage got lost, or just, you know, for an evening special event that they didn't have that special outfit, you know, we were always there to serve them. And you still get a little bit of that, but you've seen a decline in every category of business, business travel, special events. At the same time, though, and this was uh, something that that I had heard early on, was that you still need a nice shirt and a nice tie just to look good in that Zoom window. Right. But the the problem is you don't need pants. So we're selling a lot more sport coats than we ever did and a lot more shirts and ties uh, to complement those. But the suit business, as you said, have waned significantly. Well, I won't tell you about the time I uh, did a virtual presentation with a uh, shirt, tie, and sport coat and shorts because no one could see them. Uh, you know, I hear that a lot. And uh, unfortunately, you know, more people are going to those kind of comfort pants, uh, sweatpants or uh, fibers that have a lot of forgiveness. So, we have been selling those type of uh, lower garments. Scott, Scott Shapiro, owner of Sid Jerome Menswear, 20 North Clark, based in Chicago. Thanks for joining us today. Still to come, drivers could soon be suffering through $4 a gallon gas. Discussing the news affecting your money. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. There are projections that gasoline will hit the $4 a gallon mark in the coming months. Let's find out why from Patrick DeHaan, Senior Petroleum Analyst, GasBuddy.com, based in Chicago. Patrick, thank you for joining us once again. And uh, like the old ancient axiom says, if Patrick DeHaan is on the Noon Business Hour, it means gas prices are going up. (laughs) Always the bearer of great news, right? Um, Well, not so much this time. I was just thinking, Rob... You know, oil prices today hit $84 a barrel. Uh, We are in within arm's reach now of the November peak we hit, which was about $85 a barrel. And I'm referring to WTI. There's been a lot talked about Russia and Ukraine, uh, some intelligence coming out. And I just can't think of a 2022 uh, that delivers prices that are, we'll just say, acceptable to consumers. And even with, with the price of oil going up uh, past uh, potentially past $85 uh, per barrel, uh, that's going to bring the speculators and the explorers back in. And how long will it take for production to ramp up to, to bring the, ease some of the pressure? 
Well, I think the higher and longer oil prices remain elevated, obviously the more enticing for the oil and gas sector uh, to start increasing production. So that's really an answer that we'll find out. I think that it's going to be a front-end loaded year. Uh, we're going to be dealing with gas prices in Chicagoland that uh, probably breach $4 uh, even in the suburbs, and they could start approaching $5 in the city. I think that should be enough to bring additional oil production on later this year, but that's going to give us a six to eight months of painful gas prices. And it does sound like it's going to happen very quickly. You mentioned here that uh, we will between Super Bowl and Memorial Day is when this ramp up is going to take place. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, Focused on March, April, and May, of course, that's when the transition to cleaner fuels happens across the country. And in Chicagoland, of course, we have an ultra stringent requirement. So the fireworks, uh, you know, don't start for a couple of months. I know prices are already high, but this is, uh, you know, the calm before the storm. From a public policy standpoint, uh, the the White House already released some oil from the Strategic Petroleum mm-hmm. Reserve, got some other countries to uh, do the same and try to flood the market, essentially, to bring the price of oil down. Is there anything uh, from a, a, on a federal level uh, that could pr- provide some relief this year? Well, you know, Rob, I, I think that's where a lot of people make the assumption that the president has some sort of lever in the White House and the Oval Office that can ease the pain that we're going to experience. And I'm sure if that was the case, uh, President Trump probably would have done that when prices approached $3 back in 2018. And President Obama would have done the same in 2011 and 2012. The fact is there's no lever. The White House is powerless. Uh, they can do things like release a little bit of oil. Uh, But really, this is a global commodity, and we're all going to be in the same boat. Uh, Not only is the U.S. going to experience high prices, but this is going to happen globally, and a U.S. president is really powerless in most of these instances to do a whole lot. Thanks for joining us, Patrick Stahan, Senior Petroleum Analyst, GasBuddy.com. You'll find past programs and later today a podcast of this hour at WBBMNewsRadio.com and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.